Peter. Isn't it nice being a plankton? Yep. We're at the bottom of the food chain. Uh-huh. We don't have to worry about all the distress there at the top with tuna, sharks, whales, dolphins. Nope. We've got it made. Just living the simple life. Adrift in the middle of love. Today's shark, discovered only back in 1976, less than 50 years ago, is one of the rarest sharks in the world. Seldom seen documented even less often. Even with today's technology, we still don't know much about the Megamouth shark. The shark was accidentally caught by the U.S. Navy back in 1976 off the coast of Hawaii. At that point, since no one knew it existed, it didn't have a name. Newspaper reporters said it was a shark with a huge mouth. Since then, the name passed along and people called it a Megamouth shark. So the name stuck. Because it is so rare, we know very little about these sharks. They have been caught or seen in the Atlantic, Pacific, and Indian Oceans, which suggests a very broad range. They are also large sharks, getting up to 20 feet long. And yet for such a large shark, being spread out in the ocean in so many different areas, we don't know much. Do they migrate horizontally? That would mean across the ocean. Do they migrate vertically? That would mean, do they migrate up to the shallow water at night and back to the depths during the day? Quite a few creatures do this, including squid, to feed on plankton. Plankton are tiny crustaceans like baby shrimp that are at the bottom of the food chain. Shrimp and other animals feed on them. Then small fish feed on them. And large fish eat those smaller fish. And sharks eat those larger fish. That's an example of a food chain. Corn receives energy from the sun. It gets turned into a tortilla. I eat the taco. Well, I guess that's a short food chain anyway. Mm. Some think megamouth sharks do migrate vertically to consume plankton. These giant sharks, like basking sharks and whale sharks, don't eat other large fish or mammals. These giants of the ocean, like whales, are sustained on some of the smallest animals in the ocean. Isn't it amazing that these large sharks survive on some of the smallest creatures in the sea? It's like us with the Bible. As we hear stories in the Bible, little stories or even just individual verses, they provide strength for us. They build up our courage, increase our faith, give us peace and hope. Another recent thought about these giants is that part of their mouth glows, like the cookie cutter shark. Glowing sharks? Who knew? What do we call those parts that emit or give off light from animals? Photophores. And the whole light-giving process from animals is called bioluminescence. Megamouth sharks swim slowly, so a glowing mouth in deep, dark waters could serve as a means to entice the plankton toward their mouths. Do you think that could work for tacos? Oh yeah! Come to me, my delicious tacos. See my glowing teeth. Obviously, there are some astounding creatures in the ocean we are still just beginning to learn about, and more to be discovered. It's time for our quiz. Question one, how long can the Megamouth shark get? About 20 feet. How did it get its name? 
because of newspapers calling it a shark with a huge mouth, then people eventually calling it Megamouth. Its name stuck. Question 3. What does it eat? Plankton. Tiny creatures. Question 4. Can it glow? Yes, around its mouth. And question 5. Where are they found? It seems almost everywhere in the ocean, in deep water. Here's a question about sharks. How do sharks hear? Sharks hear with an ear. There's a small opening on each side of the head that leads to an inner ear. So we can see the outside of our ear, but you can't really see the shark's ear. Sharks have very good hearing, but their hearing is tuned to lower frequencies than ours. So they can hear fish struggling from several miles away. And that's how a shark hears. Again, check out our shop on moosejawmat.com for a wonderful selection of books on sharks. And find Nature and Science for Kids Facebook page to see if you are today's winner for shark stickers. Next up on Shark Week, the shark that looks a lot like a lizard or a snake. Thank you for joining me, Moose Jaw Matt, here this week. It's Shark Week on Nature and Science for Kids.